Oh, breaking late. Thanks for that, Crofty, and welcome to Breaking Late. How did you like that shout-out, mate? Oh, I think it was pretty good. It was nice of him to do that in the middle of the Grand Prix. It's good to see a fan just, you know, reach out to us. It was via, you know, just the commentator. He knew we were listening. Yeah, yeah well, uh, we've heard the message loud and clear. It was in the, in the uh, subtitles there. Yeah. So, anyway, as we... Um, I'm a little thrown off. It's not our normal intro, so I was a little bit like, um, <laughs> Well, hi, Michael. Hi, JD. How are you? This uh, is actually the first time I've seen you since I am back from the Newcastle circuit. I feel like maybe you've had a better weekend than mine. Maybe just a little bit. I don't know. It was pretty damn good. <laughs> I could tell. I could <laughs> tell. So Michael's just come back down, back up to Darwin. I was about to say down. Uh, up to Darwin from Newcastle. Uh, pretty crazy weekend in racing this weekend. It was hectic. There was so much racing there. It was just amazing. I will talk about that a little bit later. I think we should probably just wrap up this Formula One. Well, yeah, we might as well jump straight into the Formula One because it is going to be a brisk one, this one. It is not uh, not a lot going on in the race. I did um, not get to see any of this. Um, as Well, to be honest, there, there was a bit going on, but there was some mid mid paddles and stuff like that. I think Renault actually managed to come away with the championship now over Toro Rosso, which was a little controversial Ooh. up the Angel Bayers. There was a bit of a controversial pass with Hulkenberg passing Perez. Perez uh, was in front, coming down one of the straights, had a bit of a lock-up, and Hulkenberg was sort of... Uh, had his front wing at, at Perez's rear tire on the outside and Perez locked up and basically left him uh, no room. He had to, he would have had to have slowed down and go behind Perez. Instead, he, he went around and cut the chicane and then come out the other side and ahead and kept his position. He got a five-second penalty for this. How much um, did he gain out of it? Well, he did the five-second penalty in his pit stop, had a horrible pit stop as well and still come out ahead. Oh, that's not right. So there was a lot of talk over the race, whether that was correct or not. Um, I guess that they've got their tools. The officials have their tools and, you know, there's not too much they can do there. That That is that is all they could have done. Uh, Science lost a tire after a pit stop. It what, The left-hand Ooh, front didn't go properly. that's a big fine. Yep. Now, there was talk, how do they handle this? Because that's normally a, a monetary fine, a point fine or... Um, a penalty for next uh, meeting, as in a a, a grid drop. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, Points they don't carry that can't over. Carry over next season, eh? No, I don't think they carry it over, and so that that they might have got away with that bit of it. A little heartwarming thing from Alonso, uh, sort of mid to the end of the race. He actually asked where Stoffel was. Ah, oh, that's and nice. the team reported back he's in thirteenth. Stoffel was having car problems. Um, where he, where was Alonso? Where did he finish? Yeah, I think he was ninth. Alonso at the finished time. ninth. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, yep. So he said, "Well, what can I do to help Alon- uh, help Stoffel?" And the team said, "Well, nothing. Not he's thirty. He was thirty seconds behind." But it was nice to see that he was thinking about his teammate. That's I saw really the nice. Radio after the race, um, where Alonso's like, "I did some donut practice for next year." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone was doing donuts at the yep, end of that. We race. had Massa out there, Bottas, uh, Hamilton. Everyone was into it. It's Alonso. Like, yeah. And of course, our our local lad of uh, Daniel Ricciardo from Australia. Once again, another DNF. A hydraulic failure on his car 
not a good way to end of the year. He and you seemed a little hit bit the stink. wall or something? Oh, he he glanced the wall um in mid race and he managed, he thought he had a tire going down, so he pulled in the pits very quickly. The team weren't quite ready for him. They did a great job, but I think the, the pit stop was still around four seconds. So That's it was pretty good. Still pretty good. Like they were running out there when he was already in pit lane. Oh, okay. Um but it's a long pit lane though. It is, it is. Um so uh, that was unfortunate, and then not too many laps later, he had a, a engine failure, hydraulic failure again. Pulled off on the grass and retired. He did. There was some fun, uh, actually talking about cars retiring, jumping back to science. Um, science's car, when he retired, the officials tried to turn it around a barrier. I don't know if anyone else noted this, noticed this out there, but they were... Science was still in the car and they were trying to direct him where to go. And they kind of just parked him up to the barrier, like adjacent to it, and then couldn't Good get him damn. to go around because yeah. they're like, oh, he has to turn, but he can't because more he turns, it's like clipping the rear wheel yeah. and, the, and the side pod and stuff. And they, it was the awkwardest thing. They cut away from it in the end. I'm like, oh, God, this it's is just painful to watch. International television. You guys can't direct him around <laughs> this. They ended up having to go backwards to get it in there. It was pretty funny. Um, and the real standout from the weekend for me, um, Bottas. So managed a, a great time in, in qualifying and ended up on pole and then really he's, commanded the, the, the race win as well. Yeah. He's, um, done really well. Yeah. After Hamilton well, got the championship. Hamilton sounded like in all his radio stuff that he was trying pretty hard. So he did the old Bono, leave me alone. I'm, you know, I'm trying to focus here. Uh, and he asked for extra engine modes we and all sorts 3. of stuff. 3.8 seconds, 3.89 seconds behind Bottas. Yeah, but he, he was slightly quicker than Bottas sometimes, but obviously in the dirty air, he really couldn't show his great pace. But Bottas did a great job of controlling the race and just setting the pace just uh, where he needed to and, and managed to pull off a great win. So yeah, well, congratulations only, to him. The only thing of Formula 1 that I caught this weekend was um, Friday practice. And everyone was like, this has just got nothing to do with this weekend. <laughs> yeah. This is all 2018 uh, testing. Yep. Um, Ferrari running all their extra aero sensors all over the place with a big grid on the back of it. It's Yeah, it's a bit crazy. Um, in Formula 1, we've got quick, quick Formula 1 news. There's seven soft, or seven soft, <laughs> seven slick compound tyres now. There will be next year. They're introducing a softer compound than we have already, and they're also introducing a harder compound than we have already. So we've got the Pirelli Rainbow. I will put this in the show notes. Starting off with the orange-marked Super Hard tyre. Mm. Super Hard. Yeah. I'm leaving that there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, or you're just hard. Yeah, or it could be <laughs> just hard Then you've got the blue hard-marked tyre. Or you've got the white medium tire, or you got yellow soft, red super soft, which is still normal, the purple ultra soft, and the new hyper soft, which is the pink bark tire. Do we need all of these? No. Yeah, well, Brundle asked um, Horner about it, and he was like, "No, nah, we only have all these tires just to throw you guys off." <laughs> and this must start like. It's fine with us. We understand the three tires and, you know, the the different compounds and we know what they are. But new people turning on to Formula One seeing all that, they're not gonna know every race meet has got different tires and what they all are and Yes. Um I just want three tires, man. It is it it, it look, it is a bit of a I understand why they do it. 
They're trying to make the racing exciting as they can for every race meeting. So they need different compounds to do that. Um, so that we don't have a soft tire that, you know, you have to do a five stopper at an abrasive track somewhere versus another track where the, the softest tire can get to the end. Mm-hmm. I understand why we do it. It is a bit confusing. Uh, I I agree with you 100% on it maybe gets a little bit lost on the, the average viewer or person that's only tuning into a few race meetings a year and stuff like that. I don't know if this is really helpful to them. Um, I don't. Especially when you turn up to meetings and, you know, you watch one meeting to the next and you, it's hard to know what's going on. Oh, they're on the soft tire. Okay, well, maybe they can go the ultra soft. Oh, no, the soft is the softest compound in this race. Meeting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. If you don't watch all the practice or whatnot or you don't know what's going on, you don't know what's happening. Uh, it, it does detract a little bit, but I understand why they do it and I, I don't disagree with it. Well, we said we wanted the extreme soft. We've got the hyper soft. That's done. I really... I don't want to get too much into the tyres. We don't even know if they're ever going to use the super hard. Well, Pirelli, yeah. I was talking to Michael off air but about Pirelli. I watched the interview with them earlier this week. And they basically come out and said they don't really want to use the super hard uh, tyre. It's there as an option because they don't know how far the F1 cars are going to develop and how much extra downforce slash load they can put through the tires and they want to make sure they've got a fallback tire in case these cars are, you know, two, three, five seconds faster next year um, mm. to make sure that they've got something they can fall back on and to finish finish races without failures, essentially. Yeah. Uh, that tire is probably never going to see a racetrack. No. Well, and also in other Formula One news, we've got a new Formula One logo. Yeah, yeah. Don't like it. Mixed reviews on this Don't one. Don't like it. I, I'm not a big fan of it. A few of our racing mates that uh, used to go cut with have messaged me and asked me what I thought of it. And then I've asked them back and they nah. No like one I know one. likes it. The only thing I can, the reason why I think they're doing it is to bring, because they're going to, they've rebranded GP2 to F2. Yeah. And they haven't done GP3 yet, but that's going to become F3. They want a standardized logo that does F1, F2, F3. No different than supercars with, they've got their supercars logo, the S and the little C. And then when you go to like the Dunlop, it's still the same logo, but they just put Dunlop underneath it. It's, you know, it's it's a branding thing is what they want. It is, it is. And I understand that it's a new era. They wanted to full stop the old era to the new era now. Um, Eccleston's sort of being washed away. And this is very much, hey, we're here. Hard we're to think things. at the start of the year, Liberty Media didn't own Formula One. I know. It it's, seems like it, it's been more than a year, but it they've been pretty proactive about changing all the small things. I, I read an article, once again, by Martin Brundle, um, and he said they've changed a lot of little things, but they haven't got the big key items, and he's not overly happy with the direction of F1. He said the next three years could be bleak uh, for the gap. Well, they're saying that they don't want to rush into these things. They'd rather do like the small changes that you can do, but big fundamental changes. You're like, nah, we don't want to just implement something. Oh shit, that didn't work. Now it's going to take us another four years to get rid of that old one and implement something else. It's like what happened basically with these hybrid engines. I don't know if everyone was following it out there when this was happening, but the manufacturers were pushing to use Formula One as a development sort of uh, corner for them. So yeah, we're going to pump you know, half a billion dollars in designing these new motors, 
we want to see that technology so that we can maybe one day use that in road cars. Like it doesn't directly transfer, but the technology sort of helps. Uh, so Formula One went, okay, you are all threatening to leave. Here we go. We'll do this. Yeah. And now half the manufacturers and so half the manufacturers want it to stay as is. And the other half of the manufacturers are going, please change this. This is ridiculous price wise. All right. Well, I guess we should jump over to wait, one, one more thing. One, one more thing. One more thing. Uh, we look like we're seeing the final nail in the coffin uh, for who's going to be driving the Williams next year. So the last couple of days have been testing for Williams is a great driver. A lot of us would be good fans of. Robert Kubica has been uh, testing at the track with the current model car. Car. So Pretty good. I've been seeing the pictures. Yeah, I watched a little video of it. It looked. Look fine. Look like all the other cars going around the track, so it didn't look like there was anything to worry about. Watched a couple of interviews with him, and he seems quite positive. He said he wanted to tune the car a little bit. Uh, the car wasn't exactly how he liked it, but uh, they're not allowed to touch it at the moment. But yeah, he he seemed quite positive. So fingers crossed, we might have a deal to announce soon. Probably mm. actual announcement. <laughs> that should be pretty good. Well, let's jump over to the supercars. Yeah, well, this is the one that, we're, the looking one that we're all looking forward to. The Formula One, we smashed that out. We got that done in about 10, 15 minutes. Nothing else to talk about Formula One. We'll see them next year. Now, V8 supercars and Super 2s, touring cars, Masters, and the V8 Utes all had championships on the line this weekend. I think the Aussie cars did too. Well, they didn't finish any bloody races. Who cares? <laughs> they were, they was were quite... Some, just to recap, Michael was there. And I was Michael there. Michael was quite upset about the lack of uh, racing laps that the Aussie cars seen. There was a lot of safety car laps. We're sitting there taking bets on when, when the safety car was going to come out, and you just bet first lap. It was done. Easy. Yeah, it Easy. was a pretty shocking weekend for them. But anyway, jumping into the good stuff. Go on, jumping into the good stuff. Um, well, well, quickly, we'll top. So, Stevie J. Yeah, he, well. He got his championship. Yep. Um, he was fighting John Bow, you know, a guy that's been in the championship for many years, won titles before, um, dominated, you know, the whole series, and it was pretty much just to come down to a good old, whoever finishes first wins the race, or whoever finishes ahead will win the championship. Yep. Um, and yeah, I think Stevie J brought it home two positions ahead of Bow. I think yeah, he won the race, he won the race, Bow was yeah. in third. <clears throat> yep. Um. They were good to see. They weren't on the track very much this weekend. I think they raced on the Saturday morning and stuff no, as well. Saturday morning. It was two races. Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday races. Two Sunday races. Then oh. they practiced once. They were on once on Friday. No, nah, man, they were barely on the track. There wasn't all that much action on the track this weekend. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, we don't really touch too much about the um. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um. The they did a. They did a great. Great weekend. Anyway. It was it good. Was it's good racing. racing. It's it's scary to be honest watching them race through the concrete and the Armco so closely with all these beautiful cars. Oh well, we were sitting. This is after the eighty sixes and this LZ cars, and everyone's like, "Oh, when's the safety car going to come here?" I'm like, "Hopefully not." <laughs> yeah, I don't think these guys are going to do that. They um seem to be pretty um pretty well behaved when they need to be. Yeah, there's there's obviously a little bit of push here and there, but it was not too bad. It was pretty good, um, pretty good racing from them. Mm. In the super, in the super Utes. See, I'm already onto the super Utes. Uh, I've I've agreed. That I'm I'm interested. He digs it. He digs it. I dig it. I just I wish they just 
they had one of the super utes on display at the ground. Um, I I didn't get any real photos of it. I just took one photo of underneath because I wanted to see the suspension set up, which is um, it's very interesting. It's a it's a different yeah, style. Yeah, it it is an interesting setup. Um, it's like a leaf spring, but then it's got like suspensional. Well, they were a horizontal uh, coil over essentially mm. is what they run. Uh, with like modified four link sort of setup, so it is it is quite an interesting setup. I I do like that is it. so low to the ground compared to the rest of the car. That is the lowest point of the ground. Like well, and you when look you look at, that, at it, that looks like it'll bottom out in places like the Gold Coast and that. yeah, and then everything else is quite high, and they've got big wheels. I think they're running like twenties. Yeah, there you go. To fill those guards. Um, I, I really want them to run with a big chrome bull bars that they have on display. <laughs> like, you know, you, then you know it's East real Coast super bars. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because um, they're sponsored by East Coast bull bars. Yeah. So. But anyway, in the, in the V8 Utes, Kim Jane come home with his first championship in the Utes. Yeah, Someone that's time. been racing there for 15 years, you would have thought he'd won a championship before. But he's done it. Um, Yeah. That was it was good racing by the Utes. The Utes are always entertaining. I can understand they're going. They are looking very second hand now. Yeah, well, there wasn't much money spent this year. There was a lot of Utes that were just tarted up from last year and um got out there to make the series work. Mm. Um which was good because they still put on some pretty entertaining racing. There was a couple of rounds there where they didn't have many drivers and but once Big they got field. once they got towards the end of the year it seemed to really come together again. So that's good. Mm. And um, I think we've got a field of confirmed of at least 12 cars for the first race. Oh, for it's, Super it, it is stacking up now. It's they're, they're really starting to get behind it, so it's good. We've got more manufacturers, so it'd be interesting. I was just ashamed that I thought maybe they might do some demo laps in them. It would have been nice, wouldn't it, to get some footage out there? Yeah, because I want to see, because they did them at the Gold Coast, because I was with Mitch yeah. um, down in Newcastle, and he's like, oh, you should see them, because he goes, they don't sound like a diesel. He's like, they actually sound pretty decent. Yeah, okay. And he was a bit iffy on them until he actually saw them go around the track. And he's like, nah, they've, they fed Boogie. Yeah. Um, he's like, it'll be interesting to see how they go. So we'll reserve judgment until the end of the year or till next year, sorry. But yeah, let's get into the Super Twos. What a weekend. Fantastic. There's one, one, a weekend to remember for one person and a weekend to forget for another, wasn't it? It, it was. It was a weekend of um, stark contrasts. So Dumbrell coming to the the series finale race races leading. Uh, leading by I think it was thirty odd points in both categories. You had, you know, the the driver that's been in there for years and has dominated the series, and they both drive eighty eight cars. And then you've got the young guy that's fighting for his first championship, that's putting in a good showing, and um, well, it's not beat around the bush. Todd did a fantastic job this weekend. He did everything he needed to do. He did. He I think really there was only one session he didn't finish on top, and that was practice one. He drove really positive this weekend, and that's what he had to do. He had to go there. He was trailing in the championship, and he had to just go there and just nail everything, get every apex, just every braking marker, and just do it perfect. And he just had such a good weekend. He, this, The car was set up so well for him, or... At least it looked like it. But then Dumbrell was just nowhere. Well, like we were talking about before as well, in practice, Dumbrell was going off shocking. turn one, going off turn two up the top of Watch Street, yep. was going off of the hairpin. He, he just, it was bad under brakes. He had really bad 
retardation under brakes and then he was locking wheels and then overshooting corners all over the place trying to get the trying to get the basically the ultimate time out of it and he still wasn't getting fastest laps he was unlucky in in qualifying on the sad day because the red flag he brought out was a bit we well, got it going he did he did i i understand why i know they why did, they red flag qualifying is like oh you're not moving you're not moving you're not moving oh, screw it red flag there you yeah. go You've, it's, you've got to keep going. You're not meant to spin out in qualifying. Yeah. But a bit unlucky. So then he was done. And then, yeah, Todd well, pretty yeah, much... And so he had only just set a lap, which was fifth fastest, I think, the lap he had just set. Mm-hmm. Then he put it in the wall at turn one. Um, basically, because he hadn't set a previous lap in that qualifying session, they because he caused a red flag... You lose your best you lap. You lose your fastest time. He had no time. So he started dead last in the first race. With the qualifying, like it was actually, it was good. The Nissans were very quick this weekend as well in qualifying. Yeah, they were. They I were think all of them quick. finished in the top ten. Uh, they finished in the second qualifying. They finished uh, what was it? Three, three, four, four and five. five. Um, in qualifying one, you had one, five, and six. Yeah, so a pretty good weekend for them. Yeah. Mm. So when we got into the race, it was really good. We had Todd off pole, and we also had Paul Dombrell chasing from the rear. Now, mm. Dombrell had to finish higher up in the order, so he had to make positions. So it made for some quite exciting racing. We had that sort of anticipation that he's just going to be charging, like he's yeah, just going to try and, and push his way through. And he did a pretty decent job. He, would he move up to 10th or 8th? Yeah, it, well, there was, a couple of, yeah, there was a couple of penalties for other drivers and... and and whatnot, and uh, he got some positions back. It was actually, he did a really, really good job. So that ended up giving Todd a bit of a lead going into the Sunday. I think he had 11 points on him. Yeah, um, which worked out kind of perfectly for Todd because he went out there, did the right thing, put it on pole again the Sunday, and Dumbrell just had one of those weekends. He was nowhere. Like, uh, in his qualifying in, on the qualifying on Sunday... Four minutes or whatever to go out of qualifying. He's out of the car. Yeah, well, his clutch failed on his car. Oh, is that what it was? That's one of the things being at the track. You can't hear anything. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so what happened with, on the Sunday qualifying for Paul Dumbrella is his clutch had failed, so he couldn't set a, a representative time again and started last. Mm. Not a good weekend for him. When you're on a title battle and, unfortunately, it just did not go together for him. He should have stayed home with the newborn. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure if she's uh, dropped the baby yeah, yet. Had yes, it on yes. Tuesday. Okay, before. there you go. That's why you managed to rock up. Congratulations, Paul. At least you've you've got something good uh, out of this. But yeah, it was a shocking weekend. I don't think Paul's that, you know, that frustrated that he lost the championship. Ah, uh, I don't. I think he does this for seat time. I think Is he would love the championship, but you get that he's won them before, and um, I'm sure he's. I mean, if he's you're always in that intent to win Bathurst it, you might as well be like, oh, we can still win it. But, you know, he's not, not looking to, like, oh, mate, I've got, like, seven Super 2 titles. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, another Super 2 driver that did fantastic this weekend is Bryce Forward. Bryce, wow. Made, so this is his first ever um, podium for an event. So mm. it, Bryce has got uh, podiums for races, but uh, with Super 2, they don't do a, a podium per race. They do a, a point score podium. Round podium. Yeah, yep. round, that's what I'm looking for, round podium. <laughs> And so he managed to get into second of all places as well, not even third, um, for the for the event. So he looked pretty happy up there, and it was good to see the young fella having having a ball up there. Having a ball. Well, let's talk about the reason why he finished there. 
Well, it was pretty controversial. We we should probably cover some of the Sunday race, shouldn't we? Sunday, yeah, that's just a little bit of it. One, um, this is we'll have a few questions for the Super Two champion. Yeah, next so we, week. we we uh, we've teed up a couple of drivers to come on our live show next week. Mm-hmm. Um, Let them know who they are. Oh well, we've got young Bryce Forward has said that he'll uh, tune in and uh, give us give us a few words, and so we also have the now reigning Super Two champion. Yep. Todd, Todd Hazelwood going to be on the show. So, next week, drop by on our Facebook. We should be there. We'll Definitely start plugging uh, some time soon. Very yep. soon. We'll, we'll tee it up. all up and we'll we'll plug it all out for you. But, yeah, so we'll have those two drivers on there. So, if you want to ask them questions, feel free. Um, you know, ask them anything, really. Yeah. They're, they're really nice guys. They're easy to talk to. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, so you've got two Nissans that were out in front. Shay Davies and Jack LeBrock were, because this is something, Todd, no no disrespect to Todd, but on Sunday, driving like a little bitch. So, yeah, so Todd went into full controversi- con- controversial, conservation mode Yeah. Um, in, on the Sunday race, and he, he basically pulled anyone the beans showed, out and slowly Anyone that showed past. a bit of pace that was behind him was like, off you go, mate. <laughs> it wasn't until about mid-race that, and... Um, Russ, uh, Rusty and, and Murphy were talking about it. And they're like, he needs to actually just drive like he normally drives. At the moment, he's risking getting offline and then accidentally clipping a wall or something. This could be all over. This is not what he should be doing. He should have head down and just drive like he normally would drive. And he, and he started towards, to do it. Yeah, yeah, he started to do that mid-race. He just, something clicked in his mind and it, I mean, he, the nerves must have just subsided or something. And he just went for it and he was quick again. Yeah. Um. While everything seemed to fall apart in front of him, so I think he dropped back to fifth. I think something like that. Yeah, fifth or it was fifth because Will Brown got a great start. Was he on the at the start of the race? Todd sort of had his hand on the um the line lock is still on the wheel on the steering wheel. Well, he started spinning the wheels before the lights went out, mm. but because he, he had his he he kept the line locker on. He didn't allow the car to move. It wasn't a false start, so he was pretty lucky. But the tires started cars. to spin. Five other cars got done for false starts. There you go. I didn't even see that. I didn't notice that. A lot of them got five-second penalties. I'm not sure if that was the Saturday or the Sunday race, but, yeah, there was a period where, like, five or six of them all got penalties for jumping. But, yeah, so Todd let a lot of people go. Will Brown, who was just, like, in a league of his own, really, at the start of the race on the Sunday, he was just... he was just powering through. Powering through, doing great. Like, this is a rookie in his first year. He hasn't won a race or anything. Um, Looking pretty much like... Got this, son. Yeah, Off I know what go. I'm doing. And I'm not sure exactly what lap it was, but he just, his car just come to a stop. Well, he said, I think it was lap 11 when he started feeling the vibration and then it just slowly get worse. Yeah, essentially. Uh, he went to pluck a gear. I think it was third gear or something like that. And then it didn't have drive or something. Something went wrong. And yeah, that was not good. Then that pretty much left the two Nissans of... Shay Davies and Jack LeBrock out the front. Shay was dry. Shay had the lead. Um, LeBrock, this is on the last lap, I think it was. Second last lap? No, nah, last um, lap. No, it was a couple, a few, because they had double yellows for where he was parked. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a couple of laps. A couple of laps to go. Yeah. Shay didn't have the full pace in the car, and LeBrock definitely did. And if LeBrock looked like he was going to perform the only overtake on turn two around the outside of the weekend. Yeah, it did. It looked like it was going to be a clean pass. Um, it looked good, and then 
Shay did what Shay does sometimes and just punts him. Yeah, he 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 basically sit it out to the wall and um, squeeze LeBrock. They make contact, teammate on teammate. Not again, a good look. Again, I was just like I said to the guys I was sitting with in the grandstand, like, oh god, watch out for these Nissan guys. And they're like, why am I? They're quick, but they run into each other. Yeah, it was it was a real shame. Um, I just everything crossed that Bryce didn't put a scratch on that car. I was like, come on, mate, you don't need to damage the car on the final <laughs> round. Just get it. Well, he, the line. he managed to get it through. He had a, Bryce just touching on Bryce from the, the Friday had a really tough day. He had an electrical problem in the car, and I think in practice too, he did uh, like a handful of laps. Yeah, and then he come in, but they got it out for the. Um, you know, they do the rides on Fridays. Yeah, yeah. You got the car back up and going from that. But he didn't get to that much track time because you can't... Yeah, you can do the ride days or the, you know, the lap yeah, rides no and stuff like that. There's anything. no data. You're not going 100%. You're not really... But at least he got out there to make sure the car was okay, which mm. is good. Um, that was really good to see. But that was another limiting factor. And then in the final race, he managed to come home in third. third and mm. that gave him second for the, the round, which was great. And Shay Davies come home... Third for the round. And there's the photo, which, um, <laughs> yeah, you look at it, it's got Todd Hazelwood first, and he's just well, stoked. sealed the championship. He's got the championship um, in, in his hand. And then you've got Bryce, who is his first podium, um, and he's just ecstatic. And then you've got Shay, like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he was looking forward to the the little debrief with the team afterwards. That's so what I think it would have been pretty Bryce rough. Next week. What was, yeah. What was debrief like? Because he must have been like, I don't care. I'm yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably the only one in the room happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Congratulations to Todd um, on your championship. That's that's well-deserved. You've raced unbelievably well all weekend, oh, all season. Yeah. He's done a great job. Yes. Um, and yeah, Bryce had come home strong this the second half of the season. He said that. He said once he gets in the Nissan, he's looking for good top finishes. And well, he's got it. Well, and it's looking good for next year as well because I think a few of the top guys are going to move out as well. LeBrock's so. pretty much gone. I think well, he's going to techno. techno, yeah, by looks of it, it's pretty much signed, sealed. Um, Anton's Erebus. Erebus, yep. Um, Todd Hazelwood is his own little race team. Yeah, well, by the looks of it. It's waiting to be confirmed. They've bought a DJR car. Yeah, they, I think they brought both of them, yeah. Matt Stone. So there, there are a few drivers that will be moving up. So um, fingers crossed for Bryce next year. He can uh, have a good, good run good at the championship. Run. Just stay away from Shay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. The main game, the Newcastle 500. One fantastic track. We've already talked about that. The views were great. Well, the on cars from that weekend are some of the best from the year. Mm. Um. For a city track, it looks pretty good on camera too. Really, it looks good. I like it. It, it was. Um, Send in what you thought of it, actually, guys that are listening. If you watched the race, let us know what you thought of uh, the Newcastle round. I thought it was quite a good round. I think it was a fantastic round. I think it was a bit, it was elevated for how close it was. I think if the title wasn't, if it was already decided, it wouldn't be. You know, we could have done a 10-minute uh, recap like we did the Formula 1. I, I, I agree as well. I think there was a lot of passion at this round, and it, it shows how good uh, Supercars is, mm. how tight. Now, the passion on, mon- oh, on Monday, on the first race on the Saturday was, well, if you're a DJR man, 
It was a fantastic. It was a fairy tale start. That's exactly what you wanted. And if you're a triple eight man, it was just a nightmare that you couldn't get over soon enough. It was a pretty hectic uh, weekend this weekend. It was a bit of a yin and yang. What um, did you think at the start on the first lap when then like wind cups being hit by we made contact. I didn't say hit by, but he made contact with Caruso and then he's like slowing around the outside. We at the track didn't the know at the start what happened. We're like, why is uh, he slowing? Okay, okay. Because you can't hear anything. Yeah, I, when I was watching it, I I thought to myself, well, it was a bit unlucky. Some people were pretty uh, hard on Winkup, saying that he probably shouldn't have put his nose there, whatnot. On, but I I understand why he did. Like, there's another car on the outside. If he didn't put his nose there, the other car would have, because he was planning on slotting in behind Caruso yep. after the corner. Um. There's a lot of pe- people out there with 2020 hindsight that will say, oh, well, obviously it was a b- wrong move. But I think you've got to give it to him. He, he did the best thing he was trying to do at the time, and it, it didn't work out. It it worked out shockingly. He just clipped the, the um, wheel nut on Caruso's car, and it, it punched the tyre, pushed the tyre off the rim. Yeah. And then the car, as he, he just understeered straight yeah, into the wall. Yeah, 13 laps in the pits. It was like, you went, yeah, 13 laps down. Um at that stage, I was thinking, oh, well done, Scotty. Well, and I was the same. I actually said we were, we were out fishing at the time and we had it on my um, on my phone playing on the, on, the, on the screen and we're listening and I'm going, I'm sitting down watching it and I'm going, that's, it's over. I told my mate, Jake, that we're, I was fishing with, I'm going, it's all over now. I said, that's the championships done. Mm. I said, I was like, no, well done to both of them. It's been an epic year of um, Jamie just being Mr. Consistency and Scotty just having raw pace. Mm. Um, it it has been an epic year. I said, well, congratulations, Scotty. This has been great. Yeah, and, and he, then, yeah, well, it just, the, the Red Bull managed to get the car back out there. Yeah, it's and then some points. I think he got to 21st, so that's a small handful of points. Not heats, but enough to give him a 78-point deficit. So he was yeah. trailing Scotty by 78 points. Also, other highlights in race one on the weekend was Simona was just, she found form here. She did. Um, me and you were messaging back and forth about her, and it's it's amazing. This is the first track where she's gone to and been equal sort of with all the other drivers. Uh, I don't, like... They have no data. They have no knowledge of the track, how to drive the track, where the rear bumps are, how to go through here, how to set the car up so it, that it's fast all the way around the track or how do you just set it up for here and sacrifice there. And she seemed to nail it. It was an absolutely epic weekend for her. By far, her standout oh, so far. It was. Supercars. The whole crowd was so into it. Like, watching her, when she was making these passes and she was moving up, everyone's just cheering. Like... Didn't matter what shirt you are, you're just like, oh, she's got this. Uh, it's it taken, was, it it's was taken a, a year, but she's like, I've It was a heartwarming it sort of thing, wasn't it? It was nice to see everyone get behind her because I know she's copped a little bit of flack from some of the older, well, that's probably a bit wrong to say, but sexist um, supporters and stuff like that saying that she shouldn't be there and, and whatnot. But, and she also, sometimes she's deserved a bit of slack, uh, a bit of... Some of the issues she's made been a bit yeah, silly. Yeah, silly. But and this stuff one like here was But this showed pure, pure class. Unfortunately, where she smacked the wall, that was at my grandstand. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit of an end to the race that was not needed. Um, I did not like what her engineer said over the... What did he say? Know. Okay, so she was going around the outside of someone 
on that Slade. corner. Slade punched up the inside and she tried to go around the outside and then Slade fed her in the wall, essentially, is what happened. Uh, her engineer said, well, you can't go around the outside there. In that tone. It was not supportive. I, I was not happy about it. I said, that's bullshit. Your you engineer should be backing her every point, every point of the way. Like, okay, well, maybe that sometimes happens when you go around the outside there. It's a tricky spot. But he should not be, you know, she's, and this is like right after it happened. Oh, really? Yep. And you know what made it worse was where she hit and then she like, she smacked the wall and then she's turned up the other way to get away from the wall. And then I think Pi and um, uh, Percat or something have ducked in. And have forced her to miss the pit entry. Yeah. Yeah, I did notice that. That sucked. It's like, oh, man, I would have just, like, hit the anchors and just, like, wait, I'll let everyone go and then go across. Like, uh, it was, you'd lose less time doing that. It was horrible. But, yeah, it was a, it was a rough, rough end to the race that she'd done so well in. Uh, everyone gave her a huge cheer when she got back out. Yeah. When they got her back out there and when she did another lap again, everyone was very, like, you know, well done. You know, don't let this defeat you. Yeah, you know, you're doing fantastic. And then only a couple of laps later, we got to watch my hero Lowndes smack into the wall. Yeah, Lowndes, he did an uncharacteristic, got on the marbles a little bit, and uh, slid out into the wall and big hit and wrecked his Lowndes. race. That was wrecked his DNF. Yeah, he only got a couple of DNFs this year, and both of them, both of them this this, this round race meeting. Yeah, mm. well, he dropped from sixth in the championship tenth. down to tenth, so. That was a, a pretty big drop in the championship for him. Not good. This is his worst year since 2004. Yeah, which I We believe. went winless. This yeah. is the first winless season since 2004, I believe. But anyway. Bigger and stronger next year. Let's hope they, they can get the engineering right in that car and, and get him out there faster. Well, on the Sunday, I was walking in going... I, in the morning, I got up and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to put my Red Bull shirt on. Yeah. Do I do I just I was like, oh, do I want to support Nissan now? Like Simona did a great job. <laughs> I was, like, was going to wear my Nissan shirt. But I was like, no, no, you know, you don't switch colors this end late in the season. Let's just stay strong. <laughs> you make that sound like you're actually ch- changing who you're barracking for. <laughs> <laughs> I um I chucked on the Red Bull Holden shirt, walked in. There was a lot of Scotty McLaughlin merch around the uh like around everywhere well so they should be like he he is the, he is the new lounge mm-hmm. let's all be honest here he is the likable guy you know he will talk to anyone he 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 loves a smile he'll have a laugh with you you know he, he likes a beer or 18 after a race maybe i don't yeah. know yeah maybe <laughs> um, I don't know. He loves some champagne, doesn't he? Yeah, he does love some champagne. Because <laughs> he wins so many races, he's like, I got a taste for it. When he goes out to nightclubs, he still buys it. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. I don't know. I, I'm, we'll leave that there. Anyway, <laughs> after parties, you know what they're like. Um, but he is just such a lovable larrikin, and that he, he's going to go far. And well, obviously that sound that sounds pretty dumb. But um, he he's going to go far because people, you know. He, he has that fan following and people love him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he's obviously won the the medal for fan favorite this year, which was great. Yep. I took it from Craig. Did, he did. So they only started it in 2015, something like that. Yeah, I think It's so. only been run for a handful of years and Craig's won it every year apart from this year. So big. that's a big 
it's props big hole. To, to Scotty and Craig's Scotty's hero. Uh, yeah, Scotty's yeah, Craig. Craig is Scotty's hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while they're coming into the final race, all Scotty needs to do is finish eleventh. Eleventh. If Win Cup wins, he's tied on points. Yeah, and uh, the count back will go that Scotty race wins. most race wins because he had yep. eight, and at that, well, if Win Cup would have won that, he did win it. But then he got five race wins for the season. Um, I was sitting there going, well. You know, everyone's going, well, we can't do this. And I said, well, if you told me yesterday that Wincup was going to finish 21st and Scotty was going to win it, I'd be like, nah. Yeah. I mean, I know I said the previous episode that it's going to be easy for Jamie to win because he just has to finish behind Scotty. But he made it hard for himself. He did. He did. It was... Jamie looked dejected going into the last race. He'd done everything he could. And it, it still didn't seem to be enough. Um... He needed Scotty to have a shocker, and well, let's get into it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we get off the off the off the um start line and start fantastic boom pole position. Shane knew he was never going to get ahead of Scotty, so he just dived straight in behind that, closed that door. Ah, oh, did you see how hard Frosty closed the door on um? It was Wind Cup, I think behind him or someone no, who was behind it uh, up up Watch Street. There was a small run and. There was no overlap, but oh, Frosty slammed that door shut like you were not going up the inside of me here. Yeah. Okay. I was pretty aggressive for, a, you know, lap one. Yeah. Um, no damage. Oh, good. Scotty just drove away with it. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be really hard to beat. Um, Looked in control, didn't he, from the, the, from he did, the get-go? From the get-go. He was, I was like, oh, he's doing exactly what he needs to do. Just get out in front, get your lead, and just maintain the gap. You know, you can't, either doesn't, you're not here to win the race. You're here to finish more than 11th. Yeah. And, and that's when it all, the wheels the fell off. We got told, I think, I can't remember what lap it was, like 20 or something. It's like box. Went into the pits. Got done for speeding in the pit lane. Yeah. So this has been very controversial. They covered a lot on television. You wouldn't have probably seen much about it at the track, but it's been extremely controversial a lot of people with opinions about it. I'm not sure. I think Scaife and Ingle, no offense to them, love them. They do a great job. Um, but I think that sometimes they try and make things controversial for viewers to people, get people passionate about the sport, whatnot. Uh, they're going, well, if he if he copped a penalty, Giz caught up to him. So Giz should have copped a penalty as That's well. dumb because how many times this season, I can't even count how many times this season, Scaife talks about during the race, oh, you can get an advantage by coming in behind there because you can't get hit with a radar. And also... It's part of racing. Scotty, Scotty's done it in previous rounds. I'm pretty sure Scotty sped for maybe two, maybe the length of his car, three metres. If you watch it on the thing, he's doing 45 as he crosses the line. Mm-hmm. And it's literally very, very short period that he's actually speeding. Versus... Giz is still behind the line, and he's already matched his speed. So I don't think Giz was actually speeding. No, he just <laughs> managed to close in. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, good thing Giz didn't slam into the back of him. Imagine he's dead. Oh, yeah, that would have been controversial. Yeah. This weekend anyway. was controversial enough as it is anyway. Um, so, yeah, so that was the the unraveling oh, of and then the perfect weekend for him. Because Fabian had a shocker. He got done for pit driving, uh, speeding in pit lane two. Yeah. Um, and then I think he had a... Drive shaft failure or something or gearbox car, failure. Gearbox failure. Yeah, his car basically died. 
Dale Wood also got a pit lane penalty for speeding in pit lane. Yeah, there's no a one few seems going to care on. about that one. They're only really worried about was oh, it was the two DJR cars that got done. Yeah, yep. Well, that was the beginning of the end, really, for Scotty. It was, it was, it was he unfortunate. Put him back in the pack. Just needed to put his he, head I down, keep calm. He had seventy laps to make up ten positions. Yeah, I think he dropped into twenty second or twenty mm-hmm. first. Yeah, and he had to work his way back. I sent you a message on that one. I'm like, oh, that's gonna make it interesting. Like. You're like, nah, he's got this. It's easy. Yeah, he's like, faster than all these other he's, guys. He's, the pace that he's got in that car. And, and it was true. He was a lot faster. Like he was, you know, some of the cars he's passing, he's nearly a second a lap faster in qualifying and whatnot. So he, he did have a good pace advantage over them. But I think it rattled him. He just he was driving like a pissed off teenager. <laughs> well, he had a, a, a moment with Simona. Simona, once again on the Sunday... Excellent race from her. She was she was moving passing up like how no one good, else. How good was that turn? The one I can't remember what corner it was. Yeah, I think turn seven, seven eight. and eight. Yeah, where like she goes out like seven eight. It like comes out straight lines eight like seven up yeah, the inside off the exit and then seven. She just points straight at eight and then goes for the and inside. then everyone else is turning. And then no one else can do anything once she's up the inside. And she was doing that on everyone and making it look easy. Yeah, and no one else could do it. And you're like just. Do what she's doing. She had perfect drive off that corner. They must have set it up perfect, and she was just driving it perfectly as well. So she was doing a stellar effort. What annoyed me about the contact between her and McLaughlin was McLaughlin had made all the passes he needed to. He was sitting in 11th position, and she was in 10th. Didn't need to do that. He didn't need to turn around. They were mid, mid-race. mid They were like at, say, 40-odd laps. Yeah, it wasn't that it, far. It wasn't like... In the dying stages of the race. Uh, I've, I should have it here. You have notes. 15 second penalty, 54. 54. So you're about just oh, over no, half race. Taz. That's Taz. That caused that. Yeah, that was, so the was before that. So yeah, so around 50 lap. Mm. Around 50 lap mark. Um, and it, it really wasn't needed. No, it wasn't. He just needed to just stick behind her and then or pass at the hairpin or pass somewhere else. But don't yeah. punt her off. And... Then when he got the 15 second penalty, he was just fuming and that dropped him back to like 24th, I think. Yeah, he dropped a long way back. I, did, I can't remember, 22nd, I think, again or something like that. He was lucky that the safety car came back out. Like, well, Taz Douglas. Ta- yeah, Taz uh, put, put her in the tyres. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, I actually um, ducked off to the bar at that, st- or to the toilet in the bar at that stage. I was like, oh, good thing, safety car, run off quickly. While, mind you, we've got the two Red Bulls out in front at the moment dominating the race now. Yeah. So Jamie's doing everything he needs to. Jamie was actually in second position at this point of the race. Um, just Had Davey Reynolds like right on his tail too. Davey was great this weekend. We probably should touch on that actually as well. Davey, the, the, the rear end of this championship has been really strong. I was not worried about Davey at all though. No, I didn't think he was going to be When I seen the fuel, how much fuel he got, I'm like, don't matter, we got him. Yeah, don't, yeah, worry. don't uh, worry about him. Jamie was good on strategy. The Sunday strategy was pretty good. Mm. One thing I actually did notice mm-hmm. was the HRT cars. Um, Scotty, this is before Scotty had it served his penalty again. So for turning Simona around, he got a 15-second penalty that yep. he had to serve. Yep. Um, when uh, he, Scotty caught up to the back of Scotty. Hi. Yeah, Hi. yeah. 
Pie let him through. Pie let him straight through. Now, I thought that was quite funny because when he caught up to Courtney, Courtney, Courtney was not, not let, let him through. Let him through. <laughs> Courtney, I did see that. And then when I rewatched the race, I was like, what are you doing? Pie, what are you doing? Take your indicator off. Like, Yeah. <laughs> that mean, was odd. They, well, I know they were, they were, well, Pie did drive for DJR and they're probably good mates as well. And, um, But yeah, it, it was a bit of an odd one. Well, McLaughlin's come out and said now that he didn't expect cars to let him through. And the cars that did let him through, he's very thankful for. He was, he was like, no, I expect everyone to race hard. He's like, I race hard. I expect everyone else to race hard. So you don't really expect people to let you through. But maybe you know, Scotty Pye was just like, my tires are shot, or something like that. Like I just, or maybe he didn't want to get in a fight that he'd be using energy he didn't need to use yeah. because he was going to be vulnerable later. You, you were probably onto something. But yeah, Courtney, Courtney made that thing as wide as the whole track. And then, because when he finally got past him, and then the whole incident happened again, and then he was back behind Courtney again. Yeah, yeah. That that was, um, Courtney really dragged some time out of Scotty. Quite a few laps. Courtney was going quicker by the end. He lost his exhaust. Well, he was, and he that, caused a extra safety car. That, ex- that his, when he's lost his exhaust, man, he sounded like a speedway car. Did he? Yeah, it was so loud. You couldn't hear it over the TV oh, as much. You were like, well, there goes Courtney. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was like, so noticeable at the track. Uh, yeah, which were brought out a safety car. And that's when the damage happened to Scotty's car. Once again, Scotty's back in the pack. Safety car restart. They go into the first now corner. Was a, there was a consultina. That was an odd one because it was like the two GRM cars were ahead. And um, Scotty went wide on turn one. Well, he got, the gap. he got hit at the back and then it pushed him wide. Oh, was that what it was? So yeah, it got, was a big consultina. Who hit him though? Uh, it wasn't Pi, because then Pi no. Pi wouldn't hit him and then go up the inside. Someone hit him, he slid out, yeah, and then Bright was the one that ended up doing all the damage. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, well, because see what happened, sort of like from what I remember, like Bright Pi went up the inside of on um, turn one around him, yeah, and then it's sort of yeah the two GRM cars sort of not moving anywhere, and they pretty much just had to stop, and then Bright come up the back and just. Yeah, it was a messy it. restart. A it messy, was. Messy it was restart. just put down as a racing incident. You couldn't blame one particular person. No. And at that stage, I thought it was done. Well, I thought he was going to have more damage. Than I got that. a message from you going, do you reckon the tyre's going going to hold? And I'm like, judging by how bumpy this circuit is and how much smoke was coming off the back of that car, I was like, nah, two, three laps and that tyre's going to give out. <laughs> I, it's one thing they were pretty lucky with. They did they did go into the, um, into the bunker, basically, and ask uh, the doctor what he thought of it, and he's basically said well uh we're looking at it but the tire pressure seems yeah, tire fine pressure seems fine we've just got to run the risk now we we can't pull him into pit because he'll go too far back we've just got to go for it and this is our only chance now we've got to keep out there mm. and he took a long time to start passing cars mate he did i think it wounded the car a fair bit he didn't have the package that he had at the start of the race anymore <laughs> Well, during um, that safety really car, struggling. how smart of it was it for Triple Eight to pit Lowndes? Well, that exactly. That was that 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 was pretty uh, <laughs> pretty detrimental in the end of the day uh, to what happened in the championship. It was. Oh, yep. Yeah, no, go. I on. was about to jump into the big one. Ah, uh, well, I was going to say it felt like Scotty was just holding off for a long time before he actually is just going. 
I swear it's like the last five, ten laps. This must be on the radio. Like, mate, you got to do something because you're not doing anything. Yeah, it. he had to do something. So he had to become more risky. He threw it up the inside of Moff. Moff left him room, but he, he kind of still outbragged himself. Mm. But no real, just a racing incident. There's sort of a small bump. Nothing really in it. And then that was on the second last lap or last? 93. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was. It was that on was the second the last lap pin. going on to the straight, essentially. Yeah. Said, at the and Lowndes saw his opportunity because Moff ran wide. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm staying with him because you know, like Lowndes has copped a lot of crap this week. Not deservingly. Yeah. I don't think. No, my, my view is similar. Yeah. He was, he'd probably been told by the team everything you can to get past him. Yeah. I yep. mean, there was a stage where there's people sitting behind me going, Lowndes, punt him, punt him. And I'm like, Lowndes is not going to punt him. And literally the next second, Lowndes like taps him up on the back of the bumper and Mitch is sitting there going, not going to punt him, hey? I'm like, <laughs> not intentionally, <laughs> not intentionally. But yeah, so once he made that pass, or once Scotty got past Moff, crowd's losing their shit. Everyone's going nuts. That's it. That's 11. You know, he's got the championship in the bag. Onto the straight, then just wide through turn one. Like, he locked the rears for a little bit because he slid. Yeah, I think he went and tried to basically seal the deal there, get a little break off Lowndes and um, just overcommitted in the braking zone into turn one. Had a small slide coming around, didn't hit the apex. Lowndes, Lowndes got a, a perfect run. run off much that healthier tyres. Um Good traction off the corner and uh, managed to stick her up the inside. Now. All right. Now. This is where it gets nitty gritty. Scotty put him into a wall. Yeah, I'd like to play, you know, debate on this and say uh, my opinion is different to yours because there are a lot of people of the opposite opinion. We just did the Speed Cafe's... um, Pertec pole. Yeah. Do you think the that's penalty... more about the penalty, I suppose, than the, than um, as the harshness of the penalty, I guess. I I think Scotty has something to answer for, but Scotty he tried to close the door. He ran him up the inside. The the the, the road where they go through there, it's a straight road, but it has cross intersections where there's curbs, obviously that jut out a little bit. So the well, that's what it was. Concrete the barrier. concrete barrier actually moves out. And, well, that's part of the track. So Scotty, by right, should move leave over. a car width between the, him and the concrete. If the concrete moves out, you need to move out a bit. Yeah. And he didn't. And he ran him into a, sm- a closing space and Lowndes was a long Lowndes way up the inside. Out. He was expecting Lowndes to pull out. Yeah, and they made a little bit of a bump and grind right at the wrong time as well, I think, because Lowndes could see what was happening. So he tried to turn across, and when he hit Scotty, they parked bounced the off. Le- parked the front left out, didn't it? Yeah, and, and, and basically he bounced off Scotty, and then it, it plucked the front left out on the wall. A lot of damage to the car. He kept continuing down the track and tried to stop the car, had no, no brakes. brakes. And just and it looped it and put it backwards. It, yeah backwards into a fantastic walk. job to get it out of the that um escape road straight away well he did he did a good job of he uh, said he was getting... so lucky that it went in backwards into the tire barrier because it didn't actually he had no pain, the yeah. impact yeah no yeah. pain he could got it out straight away yeah um well that was a nice thing actually sorry to jump away from 
but Jamie did when they showed him the interview post race with Scafi and Russ. He's like, "Is Lounge okay?" He's yeah. Like, they and were asking that, him bad then questions. Then after that, then then you can see um, Wincup's face pretty happy watching that footage after he worked out that Lowndes is fine. Yeah. He was he was pretty happy with himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then the, the post-race investigation, or the post-race, it was, it was under investigation. Um, and so this given, is last lap, mind you, everybody. Um, Scotty's winning the championship. Scotty's in 11th. Mm-hmm. And Scotty gets around to the finish line, and that's about when he gets handed a post-race pit, pit lane, lane penalty. penalty. And lost it. And that put him back into 18th position, which was not enough to points to win the day. And that was all she wrote. Somehow, Jamie managed to pull out the seventh championship win of his career. Yeah. A lot of unnecessary hate but towards Lowndes and, and Jamie. Oh, I don't want to sound like we're a Red Bull show here. Yeah. Um, when We try to be as impartial as we can, but I am a Red Bull fan. But you know what? If Scotty won it, Legit, I wouldn't be here going, ah, you know, bloody Scotty, rah, 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 rah. He didn't drive like a champion this race. This race didn't show me that he's ready for a championship. I'm looking forward to next year. I think Scotty will be back stronger. And um, we're big fans of motorsport here, so that that, that was good to see. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad... Glad Scotty's come out of it still with a good mindset. He's um, You've got to have a look at his results, though. A lot of firsts. A lot in 20th too. Like when he's not, when you look at it, when he's not up in the top points, he's quite far behind. When you look where Jamie was, when he's not up, he's still... I think the big thing for me was Scotty might qualify first a lot and then he'll drop back. Obviously, you can't go forward from first, so it's a bit harder in the stats. Yeah, yep. But Jamie might qualify fourth or fifth and then get second. Exactly. Uh, Well, the the whole running joke this season was Jamie's going to come second. Yeah. So, anyway, crazy, crazy race. A great Absolutely end of the season. Stellar race. It was nuts. Um, I couldn't look away for a single second in the Sunday no. race because you didn't know who was going to win it. Like, it was... Well, you knew who was going to win the race, but who was going to win the championship? Nah, Scotty did so well with so many penalties. How many times he moved up? Like, when he's like, oh, you got a penalty, and then he moves back up to the position where he needs, and you're like, good job, Scotty. You've moved all the way up there. And then something ha- a penalty happens, and then he's back down the grid, but he managed to fight his way back every time. Yeah, so it's just unfortunate with that end. I just want to point out, with everyone calling for a post-race investigation and people going, oh, there should be points, do they realize that he would have finished tight on points and any point penalty would have lost him the championship anyway? Probably not. Because he would... What, you reckon he would have got done for care, uh, reckless driving, which is a... No, 30- I mean, they probably don't realize... Oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying if he did have the post-race penalty, he'd probably get docked 35 championship points. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then he would have lost further than what he did. Yeah, it was a... Um, everyone was very everyone's emotional. Post- yeah, everyone's posting out of uh, out of emotion at the moment, not thinking. Uh, what happened was a pretty clear penalty. It's one of those things. Unfortunately, it's happened, but, you know... Scotty will come back better next year. Mm. Everyone's got to think about it. He's very young. He's 24 years 24, old. And that's what Jamie said. It's like this. I'm treating this like my last. It's like, yeah. he's 34. Scotty's 24. That's 10 years on him. Yep. And we've seen Jamie basically have a stellar last 10 years. Maybe this can be Scotty's. Could be the start of it. Yep. 
absolutely. It's looking forward to Calypso. Yes. Can't come soon enough. Uh, Calypso and, and also the Formula One in uh, in March as well in Melbourne is uh, big, big things coming up, I guess. We've got a long, long wait now, big off season for everything. Um, yes, it's going to be, it's too long. But it's all right, guys, because we've got an episode next week, our live show. Yes, tune in. Tune in. We're going to have Bryce Fullwood, the driver of the number 16 Midi's car, and Todd Hazelwood. I don't think we call him the driver of the 35 Big Mate car because he probably won't be driving that next year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, what what the go is. There. I'm going to buy my can... first Ford shirt next oh, yeah. season. Are you going to buy a Todd, Todd yep. shirt? Yeah. Oh well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, hopefully, um, hopefully everything is uh, all works out, and we can do this interview with them all. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much us done and dusted. You got nothing else to add? This no. This is a, a short, long episode. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. It was a fantastic event. Um, I really wish you could have come down. Yeah, it, it was, looked good. It did look good. It was great. Next year, we either get grandstand on. Um, it's called S2, which is right up at turn one, looking up to turn two. Or you get S9A, which is right on the hairpin. I think they were the ones that we scoped out and had a quick look and go, no, nah, they're the two we like. Yeah, okay. They're the yeah. two smaller grandstands, but they just, I think they got the more action spots. Yeah, okay. Oh, there you go. You got the, the tips there from Newcastle. If you're looking to get some tickets next year, mm. buy one of those. You might be sitting next to me and Michael. Never know. Alrighty. Anyway, guys, we'll catch you next week on the live episode. Too easy. Too easy. See ya. Bye.